Hi, happy Easter One Heart Church, Christ is risen. It's great to be with you this morning and uh, Easter 2020 will be an Easter to remember for all the right reasons. I know God is touching people, uh, touching people's hearts in a special way through this a very unusual season. I hope you've enjoyed the songs for the past two, uh, past couple of services. They're selected for their relevance to Jesus' sacrifice and our salvation. Uh, it encourages me that the songs coming out these days are so focused on Jesus and what that means to all people, what that means to, to us as uh, believers and how it can change the world. As I was planning for Easter, the thing that I was impressed upon to speak about is Jesus, our living hope. Unlike any other prophet, holy man, revolutionary or world leader, Jesus stands peerless and faultless. The living one who died but rose again. No tombstone required. Jesus is living hope for the world. The grave was a temporary assignment. Jesus' victory over death is our victory for life. Jesus is our living hope. Romans 5 verse 6 in the New Living Translation, it says, When we were utterly helpless, Christ came at just the right time and died for us sinners. I want us to point out something from the crucifixion today. Uh, We're going to read from Mark chapter 15 verses 22 to 23, and I'm using the New Living Translation here. It says, and they brought Jesus to a place called Golgotha, which means place of the skull. They offered him wine drugged with myrrh, but he refused it. Then the soldiers nailed him to the cross. They divided his clothes and threw dice to decide who would get each piece. It was nine o'clock in the morning when they crucified him and the sign announced the charge against him. It read, the king of the Jews. Two revolutionaries or two criminals were crucified with him, one on his right and one on his left. The people passing by shouted abuse, shaking their heads in mockery. Ha, look at you now, they yelled at him. You said you were going to destroy the temple and rebuild it in three days. Well, then save yourself and come down from the cross. The part I want us to to look at is, is the very first a statement there. It says they offered him wine drugged with myrrh, but he refused it. In this act of cruel kindness or niceness from the Roman soldiers who were going to nail him to wooden beams, their intention was to get him high first or get him drunk first. It was the compassionate thing to do. So the Bible commentators believe Uh, or some Bible commentators believe it was actually a poison that they were offering. So the person being crucified would die from poisoning before the full effects uh, exacted on on the cross, the the, the full torture um, that that, uh, would follow uh, from from the the death upon the cross would be, uh, I guess, lessened. It would be sedated uh, from the full impact of the pain that that would follow. So these Roman soldiers, hardened by battle and their disdain and contempt for those that they have conquered, they knew that they were going that that they what they were going to do to Jesus was too cruel a torture to impose upon an unsedated victim. Jesus, though, took the the nails 
in full, alert, full alertness of mind, fully conscious and with nothing to numb the pain. And in that act of unconditional love for the world, Jesus felt all of our pain, both physically, emotionally and spiritually. So the writer of Hebrews describes Jesus as a high priest who faced all our weaknesses but didn't fail. Hebrews 4 verse 15, again I'm using the New Living Translation. This high priest of ours understands our weakness, for he faced all the same testings we do, yet he did not sin. We could say instead of sin, he, he did not fail. He did not miss the, 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 the mark. He, he accomplished everything that he needed to, to defeat sin. And he defeated your sin. He defeated my sin, the world's sin. So I know there are people who struggle with dependencies and addictions to things that sometimes can feel so attached to our life that it's almost like a part of us, that no matter how hard the struggle is we have to, to get away from certain, maybe it's certain behaviors, it could even be substances, I'm not sure here what it may be in in any individual's circumstances right now. But there, there can often be a struggle to get away from, from those things. And it seems like every road that we take goes straight back to that place of, of uh, uh, addiction or, or behavior that we really want to be uh, free from. I want to encourage you today. You can be free of all of those things. You can be free from addictions. You can be free from uh, behaviors and patterns of life that you've always reverted back to, to things that seem um, so attached that no matter how hard the struggle, we, we always find that it, it claws its way back in our life. But being free of those things can happen because what I see here is uh, Jesus refused that drugged wine. He was destroying that hold over mankind. So with what he refused, what he said no to, we can, we can claim and say, well, Jesus, you said no to that thing that would sedate you, that would, that would uh, take away the physical pain. Jesus bore the pain so that we can take, claim that for ourselves. So I want to pray right now for people who are caught in traps just like that. You may need follow-up specialist help afterwards, but we can help point you in the right directions for that. But um, I want to just pray right now for, for you and your situation, whatever the, the bondage may be in your life, Jesus wants to set you free. Jesus can set you free. So why don't you just uh, reach your hand out, uh, um, uh, bow your head, uh, whatever you want to do right now, if you want to be included in this prayer, because I know there is power in the name of Jesus when we believe in what he says, what he speaks over our life. So let me just pray for you this morning. I want to I want to just Lord, ask Lord Jesus, will you touch people right now, wherever they are watching from, that if they have addictions, if they have patterns of behavior that they need to be set free from, I pray that today, Easter Sunday, that, that those chains will be broken. Those life patterns will be confronted and, and uh, uh, taken down in the name of Jesus. So I just pray right now that victory that Jesus had over those things when he was about to be crucified is our victory. So I want, I want to speak freedom over people's lives right now. I want to speak freedom over your life that you have that, um, that release 
of every kind of um, uh, contain, life-containing issue, we set you free today in the name of Jesus. So I believe there's victory over everything is found in Jesus. Uh, when he rose from the grave, I, I love the description from Luke chapter 24. It's an account from some of the women disciples uh, of Jesus when they went to the tomb after the crucifixion. I'll read it out to you. Luke chapter 24, verses 1 to 6. Again, I'm using the New Living Translation. But very early on Sunday morning, the women went to the tomb, taking the spices they had prepared. They found that the stone had been rolled away from the entrance. So they went in, but they didn't find the body of the Lord Jesus. As they stood there puzzled, two men suddenly appeared to them clothed in dazzling robes. These, they're probably better described as angels, angelic beings, uh, appeared in the empty tomb. And these women were terrified and bowed with their faces to the ground. Then the men asked, why are you looking among the dead for someone who is alive? He isn't here. So these women had watched in horror and unbelief as Jesus was sentenced to die. They knew of his innocence. They knew his purity. They knew of his deity. They knew he was he was the son of God, as he had said. But but somehow now he was dead. He was crucified. He was he was put to death for crimes that uh, he wasn't uh, he wasn't uh, guilty of. So they wanted to embalm his body. They wanted to give him a decent burial. What's more, when they got to the tomb where his body should have been, his body was gone because Jesus was alive. I just want us to um, consider some things this morning as we um, uh, consider this Easter message. I know that in every generation, there are many people who refuse to accept Jesus. In fact, are angry at the thought of God. It's often due to the unfairness just, and the injustice of earth. And uh, Jesus took all that unfairness and all that injustice on his, on, in his own body as he was punished on the cross. So rather than leaving us to the ravishes of evil that has infiltrated our world, Jesus came to offer people hope, living hope, that is found when we put our trust in Jesus. So I so appreciate what Jesus has done for us on the cross. We're going to have communion in a moment, and he's going to bring us uh, uh, into, a, uh, um, into a communion message. And I'm really looking forward to sharing that this Easter with you this morning. Even though we're apart, we're together in spirit. And after communion, we're going to have a song. It's called The Scandal of Grace. It's a Hillsong song, and it's filmed in Jerusalem at an empty tomb. So I'm really looking forward to that, and I hope that we can conclude uh, our service together with that uh, with that uh, uh, great song, powerful song. So I just want to pray with you before we, we finish off this morning that Jesus' victory on the cross is our victory. It's your victory. There's no bondage. There's no life controlling anything that you have to uh, that you have to put up with. 
when you can claim the name of Jesus upon your circumstance and upon your situation. And I know 2020 is a, is a very unusual year, but it should be a year that you can be set free from all those things that maybe have, have uh, tagged your life for so long. So be blessed. And I'm going to pray right now. Jesus, I just uh, pray over your people today. We pray over those who are seeking out for life change and breakthrough today. May your Holy Ghost move powerfully and mightily upon us today. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. So One Heart Church, be blessed wherever you're watching from. And we look forward to being with you again next Sunday, 10 a.m. Church Online. Our victory is that Christ is, is risen. Happy Easter to you and your family. Again, I just want to say a great big uh, um, uh, uh, hello to all the people watching from wherever you're watching from, uh, all over the Air Peninsula, uh, particularly our Alliston family. We want to say uh, great to have you with us on board and uh, really praying and believing that this year God is going to do great things throughout the church, uh, throughout the Air Peninsula, throughout the state. So stick with it, people. God has a purpose and a plan. And uh, I love you and uh, we love you. And have a great Easter Sunday. God bless you.